the path of the witch is so unique. The, the gift of witchcraft. I was able to see, hear, and communicate with spirits. A very personal relationship between a person and spirit. Carnal lust and some things like that. Working with different energies and spirits and communicating. Creating magic. Powerful yeah. ritual and powerful spells. She's actually sending me in the cold. The role of the witch is to make change. Let's it be, y'all. Let's it be. People ask me, like, okay, I'm a witch, and I don't know what to do. Twenty years ago, three young friends realized they were witches. They scattered to different parts of the world, following magic and spirit. Now, they're back in their hometown to share what they've learned. Welcome to That Witch Life Podcast, your home for living as a witch in today's world. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to That Witch Life Podcast. I'm Courtney, and I'm your host today, and I am here with Kanani. Hello. And Hillary. Hello. And today's episode is all about grounding and centering. Uh, I'm so thankful we're doing this episode today. Uh, Joy Bodman. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Joy Bonman, who is a witch artisan and a co and the co-host of Little Black Witch Podcast, is going to join us to talk about ways we can ground and center because I know the three of us need it terribly. Um, Kanani made her husband watch the original craft, and apparently he's doing a review about it. And no, I didn't. You didn't? <laughs> what I didn't. What? I had I had every intention of doing it, but then we sort of had a major election that was happening. <laughs> Which kind of oh, uh, yeah. took a few days. Did something happen? Oh, we 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 overthrew a totalitarian authoritarian. Yeah, oh. that was kind of a big deal. Oh, so yeah, that's, that's, we, we've been watching that and not necessarily uh, anything else. So that's pretty much consumed our world for uh, the last five days. Watching dancing in the streets and weeping over it and telling your daughter that, yes, she too can be vice president, if not president one day. That's huh. pretty much exactly and, how yesterday went. Yes. So just a small, a small thing then just small, just, just no big deal. No big deal. I think we all have been, I asked myself where this last week went and I honestly don't know. And you know where I, I don't was? Remember. I was sitting there refreshing the NPR map every 30 seconds for the last seven days. Yep. Same. Okay. That was, that was pre- I have... I have slept so little. I actually had horrible. I'm, I'm, I think it's a little better today. I'm hoping it gets better today. I actually, I was so happy yesterday and yet I was having horrible migraines. Um, and so I just pretty much spent the whole day like trying to, out of the corner of my eye, watch the news while laying down in a dark room. Um, happy, but also in pain. Uh, because I just haven't slept all week because every night I would like get up in the middle of the night and like watch the news for a couple hours. Like for the love, has anything changed? Like Nevada, get off the toilet and throw out some votes. Like work with me here. I I fucking love how it was like Pennsylvania said, okay, we've decided Nevada's like, yeah, me too. Me too. I decided. We're like, oh my God, Nevada. They are so the little sister that just didn't show up and was like, I don't want to play. I don't want to play. I don't want to play. Oh, their big sister gets in. I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. That's what it felt like to me. That's totally what it felt like. And also God bless all of the Nevada memes. Like it was like, it was like the light in the dark of stress for me. I was like, every time one came around, I was like, oh my God. Yes. Also count the fucking votes, please. (laughs) Like, can we please just check a couple of these off the map? Like work with me people. 
Oh yes. my God. The Nevada memes were so good. Oh God. I, so good. It's so funny. When we got the word, all of a sudden I was like, why do I feel like I have this great expanse in my chest? And went, oh, I've been holding my breath for four yeah. years. I now yeah. have more lung capacity than I have had since 20, end of 25, end of 2016. Yeah. And can we just like, I just want to take a moment to be like, we owe everything to black women. <clears throat> Sorry. We owe everything to black women and not the Navajo nation for this election. Like, like if it wasn't for the black, black women's vote and all the work that Stacey Abrams did in Georgia, this wouldn't have happened. And like the Navajo, the Navajo nation who has been hit so extraordinarily hard by coronavirus came out with 97% of their vote for Biden. So like, like what a gift. I, I had a surprise for the two of you that was on theme with Kanani's husband watching the craft. So now it's kind of off theme, but we're still going to do it anyway. And that he ruined it. That's what I'm going to tell him. I mean, it's my fault, but we can't say that. So we're just going to, we'll blame him. <laughs> you know, what you need to do is you always blame it. Always. On him. Well, that's, that's my, that's what keeps my marriage going is the fact that he allows that to happen regardless. <laughs> You're like, I did it, but I'm blaming you. And he's like, okay, I guess that's fine. He just rolls his eyes and is like, sounds good. It was like the time I ordered ordered you guys Pizza Hut and I also ordered you cookie frosting and it didn't come. (laughs) And so you automatically blamed your husband. Like, clearly this is your fault. The Pizza Hut did not deliver the cookie frosting. (laughs) And he just looks at me and he's like, okay. He's like, yeah, sure. That works. I guess so. Boy. Well, anyway, the, the surprise was going to be, I'm giving you each a tarot reading from Rachel True's new tarot deck, the True Heart Intuitive Tarot Guidebook and Deck, which is wonderful. I've been playing with it for a while, and I'm going to, if you to consent, I will read for both of you, and everybody can get a chance to hear it. And as many may know, um, Rachel played the character Rochelle in uh, the original craft movie and she's a wonderful witch and um, a tarot artist and and a total badass. She's wonderful. So we're going to mess around with that. But in the meantime, um, how is everyone, are you, how, how are we feeling grounded and centered? How's our grounding and centering going? I mean, it's like this week was such a whirlwind. Um, You know, like I think there was like in my, like, I kept being like, I know this is going to happen, but like not seeing it. It's like, you know, it's like you come out, you have an experience where you know something is going to happen, but you have to wait to get the word. And I was like, but then during that time period, you start to have so much doubt that it's actually going to happen. That was me all week. So it was just like panic, panic, panic. And then I'd be like, okay, Hillary, (laughs) calm it down. It's going to be okay. And then like panic, 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 panic. So uh, it was a whirlwind of a week and I'm, just thrilled at where we are. There is a tremendous amount of work to do still, but I am very happy that we are going to a place where we can actually do that work as opposed to not even being able to start a whirlwind of a week, but a good one. Well, Kanani, you, besides migraines, um, how's your grounding and centering going during this time? Yeah. (laughs) Um, lack of sleep induced migraines. Um, I would say, there's not been a whole lot of grounding and centering. Um, I have, I think one of the things that I've, I've come to realize is, um, you know, kind of like you guys, you, you, you feel like this is what's going to happen. You feel like, you know, the outcome, but until it actually happens, you know, there's that anxiety of 
what if, you know, what if I'm wrong? And, um, so for me, you know, I, I wasn't sleeping well. I would get up, you know, I, I get up every night I have for, I don't know how many, I can't remember a time when I wasn't waking up at least once or twice every night. Um, but, but this time it's like, I would wake up and I would be up for two or three hours mm. instead of just, you know, up for five minutes to use the restroom and get some water or something like that. So I, I miss significant amount of sleep and that does not bode well for my body. It often makes me physically sick. So that turned into migraines at the end of the week. But, um, you know, I, I, I spent so much yesterday crying, which I have not done in so long. And it was not sad crying. It was just touched crying. Um, but just, you know, being very emotional and just a lot of pent up anxiety and frustration, just kind of coming out in a very positive way. And we've spent so much of, of the last, you know, six months watching people, you know, angrily, well, four years of people marching in the streets, trying to have their voice be heard, um, trying to stand up for their rights and say that we're here and we're not going to allow this to happen. And then, you know, the last six months we've had protests of people trying to get attention and, and fight for their rights. And so we've seen a lot of people in the streets. Um, and sadly it's, it's been to, you know, try and show we're here, we're not going away. And because they're scared and, and they're being threatened, so to see people by the tens of thousands flood streets to dance yes, and to celebrate, it's making me tear up just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, it was, was so beautiful. Most, my heart needed that. I mm. mean, my heart needed that. My eyes needed to see that. I just think that because I was thinking to myself, I can't remember the last time that this country celebrated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because we've seen people in mass in the streets for the last four years, but it was never a good thing. It was never, um, you know, a positive thing. I mean, you know, the women's March of course is a positive thing, but they're not out marching because they feel like they're being valued, you know? And so to see that was, it was so helpful to my soul that, um, like today when I woke up, had a slightly less of a migraine, which was nice. I ended up putting on my like softest, coziest jammies that I just bought myself. And so I'm like, I'm just going to wear soft clothes for the next soft jammies for the next week and pamper myself. And I've taken a bath to try and relax every day with some really nice calming bath salts. And, you know, I'm just kind of trying to do a lot of a lot of, it's been a lot of, I think, self-care just to try and maintain. So I'm excited at the thought of eventually the self-care will actually be to better, you know, my mental state instead of just keeping me from losing my mind. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm offering something nice to both of you in that it's time for me to do your tarot readings. Wait, you're going to um, be a nice person? I am. I'm a nice, oh, generous no. person. I'm going to read your tarot without you strong arming me and telling and just insisting that's going to happen. So who would like to go first? I'll go first. Okay. What would you like to know? Oh, wait, I didn't prepare what I need. (laughs) I'm like, wait, so here I'll give it, we'll do this. I have a lot of things going on, uh, professionally in my life and I want to see both for our podcast and including our podcast, but 
um, I'm really working towards buying a home. And so I want to see, you know, these things that I've laid in place uh, to set myself up for success in a career sense. I want to see how those might play out. Okay. So I often find with tarot that one card can usually give you everything that you need. And then yeah. I pull other cards if I need to, but I'm, I am what they call an anarchistic tarot reader. And I don't actually use spreads, even though in my book, I provide a lot of spreads. I actually just let the cards answer. So the question that Hillary, you have is, you know, what can you expect from the, the projects that you have going on? Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, like what can I expect from the groundwork I've laid in all of these projects, both creatively uh, and in a career sense? All right, let me see what the true heart intuitive tarot has to say. Okay, it's the Eight of Swords, which is definitely a busy person's card. Let me see what Rachel has to say. Hold on. One of the things I really like about this deck is that it gives you the option for the high vibe and the low vibe. So in in this, it's like the things that you can brace about this card, each card, which some of the cards are kind of traditionally antagonistic, but this way she shows us both how they could be um, both an asset, but also perhaps a, de you know, a detriment. And so for the eight of swords, um, which is depicted as a feminine presenting person with very long hair, who's bound up and blindfolded and their hair is very long and it's tied up with all these swords. It's a really badass image. Nice. The high vibe of this is choice, confidence, sure-footedness, determination, acceptance, and movement. Whereas the low vibe is indecision, feeling stuck, no options, anxiety, insecurity, and passive, um, passivity. So when I see this, looking at what Rachel says, and also what I'm, what I'm getting just from the image of this card, is that you know, you're already really tied up with a lot of very powerful things. The sword is a powerful image. What it says to me, though, is, is um, be very intentional about which projects and which things you're working with that get your energy so that the things that are the most promising get the right, get the most support from you. Whereas things that either could, could be on the back burner for a little while can go there. So this to me feels like the best way for success is to make sure that prioritizing is in order. That makes uh, that makes a lot of sense to me because that's kind of what I've been doing recently is like looking at all the things I'm doing and going, where does my focus need to lie to get me to where I want to go? You know, like yeah. in the sense that like, not that I have to can things that don't get me there, but that I'm, that there, that, that I'm not, that I'm not spreading myself so thin that I'm taking away from the, the projects that are getting me where I need to go. Exactly. Exactly. And the, so it, it is, I think to me that the, that Ra the, the spirit of Rachel True is telling you prioritize. All right, Kanani, what do you want to know? I would say, actually, I'm kind of in the same same line with Hillary as far as, um, as you both know, I've been kind of trying to manifest all my energy into us selling our current place so that we can buy a home with a yard because going through COVID locked up in a place with no yard has been increasingly difficult. And so we're hoping in the spring to make a move. And so I guess I would just want to see what, you know, how is that on track and, and where do I need to go with that? All right. So let me see, um, for Kanani manifesting the new home, how I, 
I, I will sometimes do yes or no questions, but I like to sometimes get the tarot's like, Tarot, how is this going? Because then you can you can work with that and change that as opposed to a yes and no question, which, so I'm going to say, how is Kanani's approach to getting a new home, how is that going? Oh, Kanani, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> Just sounds kidding. Sounds like my life. That sounds like 2020. <laughs> oh, I'm such a dick. Okay, hold on. Actually, you That's got That's why the- I was like, do I really want a card reading? Do I really want to know? <laughs> I know, right? You're like, do I like, want to know? Is this really a gift? I'm not so sure. <laughs> Truth is what you got, Kanani, is the three of discs, which um, Rachel's interpretation says, uh, the high vibe of this card is craftsmanship, teamwork, hard work, planning stages, mentorship, and collaboration. Whereas the low vibe is laziness, incompatibility, ego, conflict, disorganization, lack of motivation. You know, to me, this, and based on what she says, and also looking at the cards, which are two, um, which are three people, two of which are feminine presenting, one is more masculine presenting, and they're all sitting together in a yard. So for me, this, this image already says you're moving in that direction. But what it seems like what is really key is to continue the collaboration that I know that you have with your family, because you've been talking about that. Like, as much as you rag on your husband, you two are actually a really solid team. And so um, what I think is where, where I get a sense from both Rachel's interpretation and this card, your challenge to that is, is getting tired and overwhelmed in, in leaning too much into that is not as a, okay, we need to take a break and then we'll get reorganized and get back into it, but not letting the overwhelm become the status quo. Um, which I think is, I, I, I know, I don't know you to be this way. You tend to, when you get tired, work harder, which I don't know is necessarily true. the best way to go about things. No, it's true. <laughs> but um, I think, or um, focusing on on things that maybe aren't quite as aligned with this. Um, so uh, I, 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 I see this, honestly, for both of you as a very positive sign. Um, I'll pull a card for myself, and then you guys can give me your interpretation. What do I want to know? Um, How do we give you an interpretation when we can't see the card? You can imagine. <laughs> that is a terrible idea. Uh, well, Hillary can do it. I, I, won't, I don't really, not sure I want your interpretation anyway. <laughs> That's true. Well, you have to at least send us a picture of the card. Yeah. So truth be told, I really, you know, I, I really want my writing to, to flourish and take off. And, um, you know, that, that's, that's, that's just a big thing for me. So I want to know how I can make that happen. Oh my God. I got the eight of swords. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's no fun for interpretation. Well, that's easy. You just gave yourself your own reading. No, I'm getting one from you too. I need a new card. Come on, Rachel. No, no, come on. No, you can't do that. But, you know what? but that's but that's like that's actually pretty interesting because it's probably pretty similar, you know, in the sense that you, like me, like all of us, have a take on too eight, take on too many projects. Take on too many projects. Yeah. And it's very easy, like again. And need to prioritize. Yeah, and I think it's easy. What I'm really getting here is it's easy you're a person that's kind and wants to help and wants to be there for people and wants to support people. And like, I think that that is a a beautiful trait. That's something that I have. That's something that Kanani sometimes has. (laughs) Not so much. (laughs) Not as much. Uh, No, Kanani is amazing. Um, But, but sometimes, and I know this because I do the similar thing, which is I want to do, I like get so excited in 
it, and it brings me so much joy in supporting others, right? But sometimes what that can do is that it takes away bandwidth for the things that I need. And so what I'm really feeling here, at least from a like an, an intuitive level, is like now is the time for you to take a look at your things and be okay, like truly okay, not saying I'm not going to help anyone anymore, that's not what I'm saying, but that it's okay not to be the person that helps save everyone. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also, tem- it's also telling that I got a card that's very similar to the two of yours. Cause I think that's when you, when you do practice magic or with other people or with, mm-hmm. um, you're associating with other witches, you often find you're working through the same things, which can be great. Cause then you can, you can see yourself in that and it makes your work better. It can also be a kind of, it can also be uncomfortable. <laughs> So yes. putting that out there for everyone. So that makes sense. But I also secretly did pull another card for myself and I got the ace of coins, which I'm going to take that as a, a card of success. Yay. Anyway, thank you both. And thank you, Rachel True. This is a really good deck. A lot of people ask me about good decks for beginners. And there are so many wonderful decks out there, but it's hard to find decks that I would say are really good for beginners. And I would recommend this one because they, the cards really, I think the most important thing with a tarot deck is do the cards tell a story, not just, are they pretty? Cause there's a lot of really beautiful decks out there that don't tell a story, but this deck tells a story and it's, it's very clear. And it's also, there's, it's a great deal of, of diversity and representation. It's not full of skinny white people. So I, I highly, and the, and her book is great because it also, has a lot of her journey in the, in the tarot, like of how the tarot has manifested for her. And I feel like the personal story is so important for anything that, that involves um, the spirit, but especially when you're trying to learn something like the tarot to be able to see that level of personalization is wonderful. So again, this is the true heart intuitive tarot and guidebook. Um, one other shout out. I still have a few tickets left for my dangerous goddess class, which is tomorrow, November 10th at 7 PM central, which is 5 PM Pacific or 8 PM New York city time. And we're looking at three different goddesses in the class, Bridget, the Morgan and Hecate and talking about how the, the power in the goddesses, especially areas that people might find scary, or sometimes a goddess could get a label as being really sweet and loving when actually she can be quite a force to reckon with. So I would love to see you all there. It is virtual and it is recorded. So if you can't join us, um, on the, on the 10th, um, you will get it later and it is ASL accessible. So, um, meanwhile, giving a wonderful, warm thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. So this week we have something very, two very exciting things coming out for our Patreons of every level. Joy Bondman is giving us a grounding and centering meditation, which you'll be able to access as a Patreon member. So after all this talk that we'll be giving with her about how to ground about grounding and centering and the importance, she's going to show you how to do it. So please consider joining us and... I'm so excited about this. I cannot wait to find out who is selected. We are having our Patreon supporters choose our final guest of the year from the guests that we have already interviewed. So there is going to be a massive list because we've talked to a lot of people this year that will be uh, given out to our Patreon supporters and they can vote for who they want, as many people as they want. It also helps us get a sense of the kind of content that's really impacting all of you and help us, us plan for 2021. And depending on that person's availability, we'll be inviting this guest back to return for a live Zoom interview with our Patreon supporters. So... 
if you've been listening to the show for a while, who did you love? Who do you want to talk to? Who do you have questions for? So again, Patreon supporters of every level gets access to these things. And guests who join at the $5 or above level get to join our Witch Squad, which gives you access to our private Facebook page, um, allowing you to connect with um, different witches all around the world who are into uh, That Witch Life podcast and magic just like you. Also gives you access to our special quarterly events. We have some really, really interesting things we are cooking up for 2021 and would love to have you with us. Other ways to support the show, if you can't do a monthly donation, you can buy us a coffee or buy That Witch Life merchandise on Etsy. Um, you can also consider becoming an episode sponsor. It's a great way to promote your business to thousands of witches. Or you can purchase a shout out, letting people know about your virtual event or just send some love to your favorite witch. For the month month of November, we are giving 10% of all of our proceeds to the Enchanted Forest, which is a small business, a theme park here in Oregon. We've talked about this a lot. This is a really magical, wonderful place um, that is a storybook themed amusement park. And it is a true labor of love and magic that's been run by a single family for almost 50 years. And because of COVID, they've not been able to open at full capacity. They also experienced some devastating losses to members of their family um, because of the fires here in Oregon. So this family has been through a lot and we don't want to see them lose their business. And we also don't want to lose the Enchanted Forest. Yeah, we are like <laughs> we are literally obsessed. In fact, I am drinking out of an Enchanted Forest mug as we speak. Um, again, find out more on our website at thatwitchlife.com. And uh, with that, are we ready for a word from our sponsors? Yes, we are. Since this pandemic began, we've received a ton of requests from listeners wanting witchcraft training that they can do from home. Therefore, we are delighted to have Sacred Mists Academy of Magical Arts and Sciences as an episode sponsor. Since 2002, Sacred Mists Academy has offered comprehensive online magical training programs with working witches around the world, including first through third degree Wicca training with an elder program available for initiates of the Sacred Mist tradition. Other programs include historical paganism, herbalist certifications, spell crafting classes, tarot courses, Reiki training, and more. I, Courtney, am proud to offer a spell crafting and spell casting certification through Sacred Mists. So if you join, you can take my class and really get your spell casting skills in shape. All courses have their own private groups where students can gather and connect with other students. Students also have access to the Sacred Mist Circle, a completely private, student-only social media platform, not Facebook, with profile pages, discussion boards, groups, blogs, a searchable book of shadows, videos, music, and more. Other Sacred Mist Academy social groups include witchcrafting, if you're interested in creating your own tools, a divination group to discuss decks and share readings, empath groups to explore the skills and learn about shielding, healing, kitchen witchcraft, and more. Join the Sacred Mists live chats for rituals, sabbats, espits, and healing, live divination rituals, study halls, and social gatherings for and by students. To enroll, go to sacredmistsacademy.com and enter Witch Life during registration to receive free enrollment, a savings of $30. Monthly tuition then depends on which course or courses you take. Limit one per student, available until December 31st, 2020. Manifest the change you want to see in yourself and the world around you through Sacred Mists Academy. The Sacred Mists Academy is a tremendous learning resource, but guess what? Sacred Mists also has a shop. 
offering over a thousand witchcraft tools, supplies, and gifts, including crystals and gemstones, incense and candles, hand-rolled beeswax spell candles, and other spell supplies. This is literally a one-stop shop for witchcraft supplies. Sacred Mist Shop also offers over 75 plant seeds specifically curated for the witch's garden, including healing and magical herbs, flowers, and plant seeds, just a few of which include belladonna, mandrake, sweetgrass, moonflower, patchouli, elderberry, and mugwort, and so many more. Their divination tools include tarot and oracle decks and a gorgeous natural polished black obsidian scrying mirror with ornate antiqued brass stand available in two sizes. Sacred Mist Shop offers everything you need to set up your magical space, including wands, athames, hand-carved gemstones, runes, and wooden rune sets, god and goddess statuary, and more. They have everything a new witch could want and a bunch of other fun stuff and amazing things you didn't even know you needed until you're shopping there. The goddess statues are amazing and add so much energy to any altar. I love the bonsai wishing trees and had to have them. They're beautiful and a reminder of the energy I want to have around me. Plus, Sacred Mist Shop offers a wide variety of jewelry and books. Purchases at Sacred Mist Shop help support the education and training programs offered at Sacred Mist Academy. To get 10% off your purchase of 35 or more, go to sacredmist.com and use code WITCHLIFE at checkout. Offer available until December 31st, 2020. Sacred Mist Shop, offering unique and handcraft witchcraft and Wicca supplies to the pagan community since 2002. Thank you to Sacred Mist Shop and Sacred Mist Academy for being an episode sponsor. So I've got to be honest, I don't think I'm being a very supportive friend to either Hillary or Kanani by bringing on our next guest, given that both of you have just said you're working really hard to save money. And it's because once you get a, you get a, you get a, a, a hit of, of Joy Bondman's products, you're just going to basically throw all the money you're saving for your house at her. So sorry about that, but you know, it's a good, it's a good exercise in focus and priorities, but I'm sure that. <laughs> and I did a self-care workbook too, like literally just released it last night. So sorry. Y'all. I'm like, I'm like a, I'm like a triple Taurus. So this is going to be hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. So get ready. Hillary, sit on your hands. <laughs> Block myself from the internet. All right. She's like, she's already going off. She can't even focus because she's like, oh my God, there's things. Okay. Anyway. So Joy Bondman is a self-care queen with a CBD skincare and self-care company called My Earth Goddess, where she uses herb and healing magic to help others. Joy is the one who will always encourage you to make time for yourself and do your shadow work. As an herb and nature witch and a Virgo to boot, Joy is here to help and heal. And she is also the co-host of Little Black Witch podcast, which is something that all listeners should definitely have in their rotation. Um, And so I am super excited to have you here. Joy, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm very, very excited. <laughs> and then the reason my co-hosts have gone silent is they are literally shopping on your website right now. I guarantee it. I am I am not. I am not, but I guarantee Kanani is. <laughs> it might be true. I mean, it's like I'm like, there's been a lot of silence from Kanani since the word 
self-care products and herbal salves and CBD self-care products. Like she's like, bye, gotta go. (laughs) Check in later. You know, I'm not even mad because like literally I love moving it. So like I literally am just like somebody order, somebody order because I need something else to distract me right now. (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm really glad you're here especially with you being the Virgo and with all the earth products that you do, I feel like you're definitely the right person to talk to us about grounding and centering. But first, um, asking you the question we ask all of our guests when they come on, how did you know you were a witch or a magical person? Um, that's actually a really good question. I think I always knew, like I was always drawn to like tarot cards and like, you know, things that were more magical and mystical. Um, but my parents are Christian, so it took a while for me to kind of like, you're like, well, your story doesn't really like work for me right now. So I'm just going to go off and explore. Um, I kind of, I kind of always knew, but like, I really started embracing it once I moved to Oregon, actually about five years ago. Um, and I haven't gone back since much to my parents' dismay and I'm okay with that. (laughs) So where did you move from? Uh, Los Angeles. Um, my parents are like Anaheim area for anybody who's originally from California. Um, and I lived in North Hollywood for about five years before I left here for here. Mm, Cause I always envisioned North Hollywood as being a really fertile ground for witches, but it sounds like that might not have been your experience. Um, you know what? It just, it, it's, really about partying more than anything. So I was drinking and hanging out with friends and going to shows more than I was doing anything else. So wasn't doing self-care or shadow work because I was literally too drunk. Yeah. Wow. You know what? Thank you for saying that because I think that, um, you know, we sometimes we, we especially over the last few years, people have talked about way, like coping mechanisms for the kind of stress and having, you know, whether it's the pandemic or whether it's our current political situation, people have been hitting substances really hard. And the, and the idea of sometimes people say having a glass of wine is an act of self-care and that's true, Mm -hmm. but you know, you're pointing out that it's equally, if not more an act, an act of self-care is to realize when those things are not helping you or when maybe they're masking what the kind of things you need to work through. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a point where you're like, wow, like I can't function the way that I used to because I I was drinking like all the time. I was, you know, there's drugs and stuff at parties and, you know, it was just really a very unhealthy lifestyle. And I realized that like LA just wasn't good for me. Like I want to go hiking. I want to do all these other things. So I had to explore like, what does my ideal life look like? And, you know, I'm 32 now, but like, you know, at that time it was just like, I can't do this forever. So like, what am I going to do for real? Like, what are you going to do now? I think it takes a lot of like self-awareness. And so like you, people should constantly be checking in with themselves. You know, how am I feeling? How am I doing? And it'll make that transition so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that feels like that the checking in with the self really leads into the topic today, which is grounding and centering. So for those who may not be for, and, and Actually, the the phrase grounding and centering made me angry for a very long time because people always say, oh, you should ground, you should center. 
but I didn't know what that meant for a long time in my witchcraft journey. Joy, what does that mean to you when you hear the term grounding and centering and why do witches need to do it? Um, for me, grounding, first off, grounding is that reconnection, raising your vibrations, right? This is when, you know, uh, during summer, you'll probably catch me in the park with no shoes on or just laying flat on my back and in the grass, you know, that's grounding. I'm reconnecting with the earth. And that's just like my medium. I prefer like being in the earth. Some people like going to the beach, but it's really whatever makes you feel balanced, right? Whatever helps you feel more like yourself again. Um, and then centering is when you take that calmness, but you start to draw that energy back towards you. Um, so you start to replenish yourself. So grounding and centering kind of just go hand in hand. And the fact that like you want your, you, you want to bring yourself back to yourself, but you also want to make sure that we're bringing our energy back. We're raising our vibrations. And that way, when we're doing spell work or even just interacting with our loved ones, you know, we feel more like ourselves. We feel calm and no matter what they say or do, we're we're generally okay. Like I'll just walk away instead of cussing you out today. You know what I mean? When you ground and center to me, I've always felt like you can then reorient yourself with your true intention and being in connection with the true intention is what is going to, for my experience, is what's going to bring the best magic. Now, an example from my life is when I was involved with a married man and not one of the polyamorous situations where it's, you know, it's, it's supported and, and comfortable for all parties. Not that type. Okay. I kept thinking, I want to be with him. I want to be with him. And I mm-hmm. skipped all the grounding and centering. Whereas if I had done that, I really realized, was it him or was it the... Uh, you know, or was it the kind of relationship that I had in mind? And then like digging deeper is what is it about this person that I'm craving in my life? And I think if I had done that, my magic would have been a lot more effective a lot sooner and it saved a lot of myself, especially a lot of heartbreak along the way. I also think, you know, I, I know that the more, I feel like the more intentional intentional work and magic that I am doing, the more deep it is, the harder the work it is, the more I need to ground myself. Because otherwise, it's like, you. for me, I just become completely energetically overwhelmed. It's like spread so thin, so, you know, so tired, so, and it's, it's not effective. So like being able to say, to do the work and then also be able to like, center ground to do more work because otherwise you're just like running. It's like, it's like, you're not going to not put gas in your car. Right. Yeah, exactly. And if you do, if you, you know, if you're like, Oh, you know, I know it says the oil lights on, but it's fine. I just, you know, I don't really have time to put oil in my car. Well, your car is going to fucking break. And so (laughs) are you, if you don't take that time to like do spiritual hygiene and take care of yourself. Yeah, I 100% agree. I I tell my clients all the time, like, you can't give to somebody if your tank is on empty. Like, where are you going in your car? If your tank is empty, where are you going? Nowhere. Like, literally, you can't go anywhere. And it's the same thing with your spirit. If you are on empty, how are you going to help anybody? And especially, like... Our parents right now who've been trying to do school from home and like make sure that they can still work, like there's only so much you can take on before you have to stop and take a break. You can't be there for anyone else if you're not there for yourself. So yeah, I 100% agree with you. How do you, Joy, use grounding and centering in in your practice, either for self-care or for witchcraft? 
I'm so I'm an outside person, but it's been cold and rainy. So I'm, I have, I have more herbs than my husband probably would love, you know? <laughs> Me too. I'm like, I'm like, I feel you. I got so many plants, <laughs> so many herbs. There's like, it's just like overflowing. And I love using candles, especially this time of year. Cause it feels all like nice and cozy. I'm um, so I'm either sitting in like a chair I'm with like my bare feet, like on the floor and I have a rug that I really like. So I'll normally put my feet on this rug. Um, and then, um, you know, you can use the Hertz or something like that to keep you centered and reach the right chakra that you're looking to work on. Um, but I, I try and do it regularly because it is part of my self-care practice. I find that if I'm not being honest with myself about my emotions and where I'm sitting in that moment, nothing else is really going to go right. I'm really, I get really irritable really quick. So I have to ground, I have to center myself like constantly. I do it at least like once a week. And so can tell us about the difference in your magic and your manifestation before you started doing grounding and centering work. And since you've started doing what you mentioned, the weekly practice. Um, that is an excellent question. I'm, I think in the beginning it was a little more chaotic and, and like, it just wasn't reliable. It was like, I was going through this emotional, like turmoil between me and my ex, I'm so I was kind of a mess truthfully. Um, so my magic, it just wasn't dependable. It was like, it would work, but it would work in a weird way that like actually didn't really work. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you get the answer you wanted, but not like at all in the way you, you wanted, um, or it just wouldn't work at all. Um, and so during that time, you know, I got into therapy and done all these things and I, understood how important it was for me to ground and center. And now I can say that like, I'm way calmer. Like when I practice my magic, I literally, I am so more like, I'm way more focused. Um, and I kind of, I can trust my intuition now. Like I've learned to trust my gut. So, uh, sometimes it spells even, I'll even, you know, kind of veer off a little bit if that's what it feels like. And I can know that like, it's just my spirit letting me know what I need in that moment. So I think before centering and grounding, it was just a hot mess, like just awful. And then now it's just way more reliable and way more calm. And I even use a little bit of magical practice when I'm making my, when I'm making my products for my earth goddess as well. And I, I want to dig into your um, your Earth Goddess products in just a second. But one of the things I that I, that's occurring to me that I feel is really important for for especially new witches to realize that was brought up by something you said about your ex. Sounds like your ex was a very chaotic, ungrounding influence in your life. Is that it's grounding and centering is is there are, it, it is important to actually include that as part of your practice, but and also recognizing what influences around you ground you or are you allowing too many chaotic influences in your life? And that's mm-hmm. like surrounding yourself with the right people is just as important to magic as doing the right spells. And it doesn't mean necessarily surrounding yourself with the right witches, although that, that can be very important as well. Mm-hmm. But it means like, who are your friends? Are your friends you know, are, are, are your friends doing well for themselves in their own, on their own terms? 
are they handling conflict in a productive way? Um, handling struggles in a way that is is you know is it you know how are they how are they approaching obstacles? Right? Do, do right. they? Because we all have hard times, so it's not like your friends have to be perfect because nobody is. Right. But it's like are they are they you know are they hurting themselves or other people? Um, because they're struggling or are they, you know, just being honest, like, Hey, I'm having a tough time right now. I really can't help you out with the bar, um, with the barbecue. Like I wanted to, although none of us are going to barbecues right now because of COVID. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. but I think that that's also a, a key in magic is who are you, who are, do your forces ground you and balance you? I know my husband does. Yeah. I know these two yahoos do as much as <laughs> I pretend that they don't. And it, like, you know, even when Kanani had rabies for a moment, like that was, <laughs> It happens. It, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's so true. When you're around really bad energy, like people are an exchange of energy. When you let them be in your circle, really, you're giving, you're sharing your energy with them and they're sharing theirs with you, whether that's your intention or not. Like when you're connecting with somebody, like that's what you're doing is exchanging energy. So if they've got this bad energy about them, you're going to take that on, right? Like that's going to really carry you into like your next interaction. Um, and my ex was, oh my gosh. So I have a problem with Scorpios because of him, like for real. And anybody, yeah, I'm, I can't with the Scorpio men. I will never, ever, ever. Um, but being that I'm married, I don't have to worry about that. But uh, oh, no, no, Scorpios will find you. AKA social media. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> they be like, "Bitch, I heard you talking shit." Yeah, all these all these Scorpios are gonna be like, "I know where to find you." I'm sorry, but I can't fuck <laughs> with y'all. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, like when I was around him, like, oh my gosh, like I would be so angry and irritated, and like. I didn't want to go home at the end of the day. Like it was just not good. Um, and my, one of my friends who is also a witch, she called me out like really hard. She was like, Nope, you cannot, you cannot survive like this. You have to change something, be it him, be it like the way that you're, you guys are handling things like y'all need therapy. I don't care, but you got to get it together. Um, so I think everybody kind of needs that friend. Who's not afraid to call you on your bullshit either. Like your friends and your, the people that you spend time with or the animals that you spend time with, um, you know, they really, they really are important and they do influence the way that you feel and how you see the world actually. Gee, friends that call you on your bullshit and you don't like it, but they do it anyway. Where can I find those? <laughs> it won't stop even when you ask them to. <laughs> you're like, I where could you find someone like that? Yeah, you're like, I don't want to hear that, but you're going to tell me anyway. I don't think you know any of those people. And sometimes, especially when it's like your real good friend, they're just like, see, bitch, I told you. And you're like, you're rude. Okay. I understand that you and the cards have an opinion about this situation, but I don't want to hear it. <laughs> like, I don't care right now. <laughs> I have a total Scorpio joke. So I used to actually keep an astrology blog and I let, but I, and I used to, cause I, I had a Scorpio X that would read it. And I would always put stuff in there to make him think it was about him. And he knew I was doing it. He knew I was doing it on purpose. And one day I, my favorite was when I said, Oh, Scorpio, 
I know it's really hard. I know you think the world is out to get you. Well, I'm here to let you know that you're right. The world is out to get you. And everyone's talking behind your back. <laughs> and he messaged me immediately like, what the fuck was that? You're like, oh, rude. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and so whenever I post something about Scorpios, it's like I do it on purpose because he's going to wonder if it's about him and he knows I'm doing it on purpose. So he knows it could be about him, but it may not be about him. And that's the way our, our friendship has been since we broke up almost 20 years ago. I love this. <laughs> Although like my, my experience with Scorpios, like literally I'm just like, y'all are crazy. I'm they're crazy. I, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. Y'all are nuts. I love you. But from afar, like that. Oh, you, you. and as someone with a, yeah, with a Scorpio moon. So like my husband's like, God, your thoughts go into terrible place. Oh, I have to tell you what my Scorpio moon did to me the other day. So one of the podcasts I listened to is the office ladies, which is um, Angela Kinsey and Jenna Fisher who were on the office. They played Angela and Pam. Yeah. Oh my God. And they have a podcast. They have a podcast where they go through episode by episode. Clearly, I have fucked up not listening to this. Oh, it's so good. And they're they're best friends. So it's kind of like us, only, you know, much more successful. And (laughs) and, and so it's a really really great show. But they they told this awful story about how in the office, you know, they would sometimes shoot scenes in the bathroom. And they had signs up that said, not a real toilet, set toilet, real bathroom is down the hall. Because apparently somebody went to the set and used the set toilet, not knowing the toilets weren't real. Oh, no. And they said, they were like, there they go, somebody out there knows who they are, that they were really excited to come to the set of the office and they had to go to the bathroom and they they pooped in a set toilet. (laughs) And and I have to tell you, I laid awake from like 2 to 5 a.m. going, what if... What if that happens to me sometime? What if I go to the set of a show I love and they have a fake bathroom and I use it? What will happen? Oh my God, I could never handle it. And I, I'm like, that is the weirdest thing to lay awake and worry about. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna, like, I, I'm I dying. read weird stories, y'all. So I'm just going to preface this by saying I read weird stories. But there was, a story, <laughs> there was a story that I read where this girl was like on a date or something. She goes back to this dude's house. She has to poop. And she goes to flush the toilet. And like it flushes. But then there's just this like one chunk of poop in there that won't flush. And like now his toilet's broken. Oh, no. So she fucking panics, right? And grabs some toilet paper, takes the poop out of the toilet, grabs some more toilet paper and oh puts it in her purse. And I don't know why I have never forgotten this story. Cause that's a weird thing. That's a weird thing. Like I put it in a purse. She put it in her purse. Like, Oh man. I, I don't know. I don't know what to, but then, then of course the Scorpio, I would never do that. But the Scorpio moon in me is gonna be like, what if I go crazy and I do something like that? Like that's the, that's the kind of thing. And it's like, that's a Scorpio moon for you. It's just going into these terrible scenarios, which is why I'm a good grounding and centering practice. When my Scorpio moon starts acting up, giving me anxiety about really terrible things. That this are is why our friendship works. <laughs> that's the part of you that I get to torment and I get to play with. And it brings me so much joy. 
<laughs> See, I, I'm the opposite because like, I feel like I'm the person that you would be like, oh my God, I'm ha- being paranoid. And I'd be like, what are you talking about? No, you don't even need to be worried about that. That's oh, not going to happen. Oh, and I'd be like, what if you've already done that and you didn't even know? I like, what if that happened at your friend's house and you didn't even know like, that's the conversation I'm gonna have because like I am very like I like to me I'm like no I can I can logic this way like I'm a I'm a Taurus sun Taurus moon Virgo rising so oh, like <laughs> gotcha right but I also have like I have a lot of Taurus and I'm basic most of my chart is Taurus and Virgo like almost all of it there's a few others You're in there. Very but like, logical. You're just like I am old heart fat incredibly logical. Yeah, I'm incredibly logical. So like. Unless I am buying things. That's the Taurus irrational oh, yeah, accumulation part, right? Chuck gets so mad. He's like, we'll go to markets and I literally will be like, oh, I want this and I want this. He was like, you cannot spend all of the money before we've even made any. What are you doing? I'm like, no, oh my God. You. But what if she well, sells out? Then, I, then I'm just never going to forget about it and I'll regret it forever. Like, oh my God. Yeah. No, this... So, anyway... Speaking of markets um, okay. and, and buying things, um, so do, do tell us about your um, your self care products. They're really phenomenal. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So I um, handcrafted my own recipes and scent blends to make uh, a variety of self care products. Um, as you guys, as you said earlier, like I am all about the self care. Like we've all been trapped at home for like months and then you go back to work, but you can't really socialize. Like it's stupid. So <laughs> I'm like, everybody do your self care. Cause you probably really, really need it right now. Um, so I created, um, a whole line, I guess, if you will, of products for, uh, gods and goddesses. Uh, and if you're gender fluid, then use them all. It's fine. Um, I have, um, like whipped body butter, massage oil, candles, bath fizz. So there's a lot of different things for people. So if you don't have a bathtub, I have a little something for you. And if you really like bathtubs, I definitely have something for you. So I wanted to make sure I could reach as many people as possible. Um, and go ahead. And uh, I'm, I'm going to want to clarify something because I might have confused some of our listeners. Now it is it is legal to ship CBD products. So if you're not in Oregon, you can order from Joy. My company has a policy where we couldn't do that. So I just want to make sure that that is very clear. So you can totally order from out of state, but it's just because of our company policy that I could not. Um, but I have your CBD body butter, and you know I found that to be a good way to, to be grounding as well, because it's like, I have a hard time getting into, I getting out of my head as you know, the Scorpio moon, the, the, the anxious brain worrying about things that could never, that probably will never happen. <laughs> like <laughs> that, I that like <laughs> that, uh, that it's the kind of thing where it's like getting back into the body and remembering, Hey, here's where I am. And here's what's really before me. And here are the beautiful blessings that surround me. And so I feel like you're, um, your work is its own act of, your work in self-care is its own act of grounding and centering. Yeah. Um, and that is really the, the idea is like getting back in touch with your body, right? It's so easy that we get caught up in our heads that we forget how important it is to love on our body. Um, and so for example, like the massage oil, you know, I have, I just did the workbook. So now I have this thing where it's, it says what, 
pressure and what part of your body does what. So you can give yourself a massage. You can soothe yourself and really get back into how you're feeling in your body. Um, and also like giving it its love. Cause like it literally carries you around all day. Like you're, you're on your feet most of the time. You know what I mean? Like give it a little bit of love, give it a little bit of a rub down there. You know, put a candle on and get in the shower and just like love yourself for a while. You know what I mean? Mm, so true. It just, uh, wonderful. Well, another question I had is what is, if, if you had one tip to share with people who struggle with grounding and centering, cause I've met a lot of witches that struggle with it. It's not, it's a simple concept, but it can be a difficult execution. What is one tip you might be able to share with us, um, for people who struggle with grounding and centering? Um, absolutely. I, I think I'm going to give you two tips actually. Uh, be kind to yourself about it. I mean, it's, Mm. it is really hard. I mean, it's like meditation, right? Like it's just sitting there and breathing, but it can be really hard to execute. So be kind to yourself about it. Like you're going through a learning process. And even if you're a seasoned witch and you're struggling today, that's okay. Um, and also I would say my other tip would be, um, to, to, to do it in a way that you feel comfortable. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. There is no right way to do it. So if you need to lay flat on your stomach and close your eyes and basically fall asleep, like do what you got to do. Don't worry about anybody else and just do right by you. That's, those are my tips. (laughs) That's really, you know what? That's so important. And I cannot tell you how many witches are so hard on themselves. And yes, be kind to yourself, which is, it, it doesn't make you a better witch to be super, super critical of you at all. I think one of my favorite pieces of advice is when you're talking to yourself about the things you're doing, talk to yourself like you would a child. Yeah. Like a child that you're teaching. You're not going to tell a child that you're teaching that doesn't get it right, that they're stupid, mm-hmm. that they're not worthy, that they're not valuable. You need to like remember that like have that same grace with yourself, you know? So when you're struggling or you're finding that, you know, and you're coming down hard on yourself, stop, pause for a minute and say, would I talk to a child like this? And if the answer is no, try rephrasing it. Try, try, try being gentler. Yeah. Um, I think, well, and that's really one of the first steps when you're doing self-care. A lot of people, you know, they're like, how do I do this? What do I do? And it's just like, First off, start with how you talk to yourself. I mean, even plants, you know, plants respond, you know, to positive talk and kindness. Um, and it really, when you care for a plant, you, you know what I mean? You're, you're wanting it to grow and you should want that for yourself. Um, so the first thing when you're doing self-care is to knock off the negative self-talk and anything that you're saying bad about yourself, reframe it immediately. Start making a new pathway to positive self-talk. I also think it's important that for people to give themselves a lot of grace right now, mm-hmm. because one of the things that I talked about is my, for the last probably year, you know, if not longer, the last four years, a lot of my self care has been just to maintain sanity. Mm-hmm. It has not been, I, I have not been at a mental place where I'm like, you know, finding these deep, meaningful moments and really finding clarity. Like, no, I'm just trying to maintain 
my anxiety and my stress level and all of these things. Mm-hmm. And even though right now we're kind of hopefully at a position where things might be improving, things should be changing. Mm-hmm. We have been through so much. It's not, you can't expect like, oh, well, you know, we're past the inauguration. So I should be calm now. Right? Like give right? yourself time to regroup and, and don't necessarily get frustrated if when you're sitting down, you know, maybe it makes you feel a little better, but you're not, you know, finding clarity or you're not totally at peace. Like this is going to take some time. And, yeah. and if you're one of those people that has kind of a higher level anxiety, you know, maybe in the beginning, you're just going to get some peace and that, and you know, and that's okay. So yeah. maybe you're not going to get immediately to the point where you're having these, you know, kind of you know, clarity moments and really powerful moments, you're just going to get some peace and, and work, just keep working at it, but don't, don't get frustrated or give up because you're not necessarily getting the outcome you want, mm-hmm. you know, because that can take some time. We're all carrying around a lot of, I think, PTSD and baggage right now and anxiety that that's yeah. going to take some time before we can move past that. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I, I, we're going to be honest, like what we've all been through is wildly traumatic. I mean, we went through in our lifetimes, we've gone through a depression. We've had a crazy, insane president. Um, we've gone through a pandemic. Like these are really big things to go through. Um, and so I've been telling all of my clients, like stop saying should, I'm supposed to, I could have been doing this. Like they don't serve you. What is should, could, would, what does that really matter in the grand scheme of things? Like, yeah, I could have been doing the dishes instead of watching TV, but that's what I wanted to do in that moment. And so like should and could no longer matter right now, just breathe and like get through the, get through to the next moment. Like I literally for the last week have slept and worked on the computer for the most part. Cause I didn't want to interact with people. Like I couldn't handle the stress of like the election and like running my business and doing all these things and feel like a sane person. So I really had to like draw into myself and just tell people like, I'm just not available right now <laughs> and just be okay with that. Yeah, for sure. So we have a listener question and we're hoping you can help us out with this. We like getting our guest perspective. Hey ladies, first I'd like to say thank you for creating this podcast. I found it a couple of weeks ago and I've been binging ever since. I'm looking for some advice ideas you might have for someone who is a witch but has no place to practice privately. I'm a member of the military and I have no permanent address of my own. I share a room building with multiple different people Monday through Friday. On the weekends, I stay with my parents as I travel so much for work. I was raised evangelical Christian, and my parents are not comfortable with my spirituality, so out of respect, I don't practice in their home. I have designed what I like to call my witch kit, and it carries my grimoire and a few of my other tools and crystals. Out of necessity, all of my tools are small and portable in some way. I'd love to hear all your takes on this and any advice on how to stay consistent in my practice with a transient lifestyle, judgmental family, and little privacy. I'm always open to new ideas. Much love and appreciation for you all. Blessed be. Um, So this is me, Courtney, responding. First off, I just wanted to say thank you for your service, even though I'm a giant uh, liberal snowflake, (laughs) libcrat, what else have I been called? Um, commie, a socialist. Million thing. Yeah, a million, million things. Thing. I'm all of those, like, fine. Yeah, all of those things. Whatever. Leftist, 
anarchist. I'm, I don't know how you can be an anarchist and a socialist, but apparently I am. Yeah. Um, I'm, all these, I'm all of these things. I am all of these things. And I also recognize the great sacrifice you are making. And so I just want to say thank you. And then um, love to get Joy's perspective on, on your question. Yeah. I'm also, that's fantastic. Like I could never join the military. So like, wow, you're already doing big things. That's so impressive. That's what I'm going to say about that. Um, but as far as doing a practice, that's kind of low key. I totally understand that. Um, I would say that you, you are your greatest magic, right? So anywhere you go, you're taking your magic with you. So just remember that you are what you need to practice. But when you're at your parents' house or you're setting up in, you know, a a communal space, um, I would recommend using like normal quote unquote normal tools, you know, candles, herbs, essential oils, and you can kind of turn this space that you're in into an altar without people even realizing it. Um, so like if North is the earth. So in the, the North corner, you can just put some herbs or some plants or something like that. Nobody would be any of the wiser. Like, why is this herb on this side of the room? And like for air, you could do a feather, like, you know, I found this and I love it. I think it's pretty. You could do a bell cause you like it or even an incense. Um, you know, for fire, you could have a candle on one side and for water, it can literally just be the color blue, a glass of water or something like that. And then you've got an entire space that is now your altar. Um, and for the most part, meditation and prayer look a lot alike. So most people wouldn't know what you're doing unless you tell them. I don't typically say my spells or manifestations out loud. I say them in my head. So that's totally fine if you're comfortable with that. I think those are actually really great suggestions. And I think, and I was going to say also, you know, my, my husband doesn't practice. My practice has always been incredibly personal to me. And Mm -hmm. I do have an altar in the bedroom Um, And I have little things kind of here and there throughout the house. But, you know, I I go to some people's houses and friends' houses and you can walk in and you can be like, a witch lives here. Yep, sure. (laughs) And, but the truth is, it's like, so I think like what you said, you know, there's certain things you can have and you can have plants. You can have a fountain, right? In, Mm -hmm. In a certain corner that represents water. You can have candles. You can have things. You can have all the things you love. And it's not intentional on my part. I'm not necessarily, I'm not hiding anything. It's just, I like what I like. And, and particularly myself, I was very into feng shui when I first started out. So I'm very much into kind of the elementals of things, which isn't Mm -hmm. necessarily witchy per se. And so a lot of the things that I have and like are more, uh, representing of the elements and, and it doesn't necessarily draw attention to itself. And so there's a lot of ways that you can create your own magical space that feels magical and feels good to you that, that don't necessarily, you know, project someone is practicing witchcraft here. And I also, you know, we talk a lot about people who don't have a lot of privacy or personal space, you know, doing a lot of bath magic, because that is time where you do typically get, unless you're a mother and your children are always in there when you're going to the bathroom, um, (laughs) where you actually do get some privacy and some personal space. The other thing that we kind of, in a roundabout way, touched on is another place you can kind of use is your car. You know, maybe yeah. have some CDs that you like. Please don't start to meditate while you're trying to drive because that's not <laughs> but, 
Yeah, don't do that. Fun music. <laughs> and, you know, you can listen to, you know, I love Fawn. That's one of my favorite uh, pagan bands from Ireland. And um, Germany. Or Germany. They're from Germany. Uh, no, everything outside the United States is Ireland. To I know. <laughs> That's actually very true. Um, <laughs> I was actually at their concert where they were at the first concert that they'd ever been to the United States. And I was, I was there. It was really exciting. It was at a fairy festival. And it was funny because they, they, most of them speak no, some of most of them speak very little, if no English. (laughs) And there was one who spoke very, very broken English. So it was, it was actually, it was very exciting. But anyways, you know, you can have music in your car. I love how they also sing in German, yet you still thought they were from Ireland. (laughs) I I have no idea. And what's funny is I'm actually, what's funny is I'm actually German. So that's probably why I like it because everything sounds angry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can have music in your car. You can have talismans in your car. You can have, um, you know, you can have clips of um, scents, you know, that you like in your car mm-hmm. that you could change out if you wanted to. Things that are soothing, things that are calming, things that bring energy. So that could also maybe be a personal space that you have that maybe you can kind of do some things that might make you feel you know, kind of in your, in your, in your witchy self in a way that's very private. But at the same time, it's not something that necessarily anyone's going to walk into your car and be like, Hey, Oh wow. You must, you're clearly you're a witch. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> so also, I just want to thank you for your service. Um, I know a tremendous amount of sacrifice goes into being in the military. And so I honor that fully. So I definitely think there are a couple things and I thought, I think all the suggestions are super on point. Um, I sometimes make magical teas so herbs that are edible, but that have magical in- properties or intentions. So you could create a blend of herbs that are in line with the intention you want that you could drink, and no one's going to think anything weird of you making a tea. Right. Right? So you can, you can order these tea bags that are reusable or that are even disposable that you can put herbs in, loose herbs in. So like rosemary is, has many, many benefits. Mint basil, all of these things could be infused in a tea. You know, obviously just do due diligence when you're looking for herbs and make sure that A, they are edible, (laughs) B, that they're not going to contradict. Some of them do contradict medication. So just do due diligence and making sure that they're okay and safe for you. Um, But that can be a good way. Another thing is a lot of people are used to seeing herbs like on or in pillows, like lavender, for instance, right? So a lot of people are used to seeing like lavender eye pillows. That's not weird, weird, quote unquote, I'm using that. (laughs) You know, know, that's not going to alarm anyone. So you could, I often will put like a little sachet of herbs in my pillow or under my pillow. So one, it's not going to be super obvious, um, but it will also be... uh, it would be something that, you know, even if someone found, you could say, oh, yeah, you know, lavender helps me sleep, right? No one's going to be like, well, that's like literally, an, I mean, at, like if you go to the drugstore, you can find lavender eye pillows, right? Oh, I, well, you guys actually gave me an idea. Uh, sigils. Uh, you know, you can draw a sigil and put it in your shoe or something like that or in your oh, wall. Oh, yeah. Nobody else well, that's a good idea. there but you. And I'm, my advice is going to be completely unhelpful because I feel like this person is already doing, doing exactly what I would tell them to do, which is they've got a witch kit that they carry around. And so I'm like, uh, sounds like what you're doing is fine. Yeah. (laughs) And and also be mindful that you're, 
you are where you are right now. We've had a lot of people write to us frustrated because they don't have uh, support at home or they don't have access to practice. And the truth is, is that that just may be where you are in life right now and times will change. You won't always be in this communal living situation and you'll, you, there will be a time where you'll have more space to yourself and then there'll be time when you have less space to yourself. It, it goes through cycles and that time will come. But it sounds like, you know, what you're doing is great. Just keep at it, you know? Joy, how can people find you? Um, so I have social medias. Um, <laughs> I have a uh, Facebook find me joy J O I because my parents are who they are. I love them. Um, and, uh, so it's joy bondman. And then if you're looking for me on Instagram, I actually have two, I have one for my earth goddess, which is my earth goddess CBD. And then my witchy one is a clever little witch because I was obsessed and still am obsessed with hocus pocus. Nice. Also, you making sure people know to check out your podcast, which I think is available on all the platforms, isn't it? Yes, you're right. Um, how did I forget about my own podcast? I don't know, but I did. Um, yes, Spotify, Apple, all of those, we are there. It's Lil Black Witch, L-I-L. Yeah, it's a great, I, I love the fact that you, you both blend the practical aspects of magic, but also there's a lot of, of just uh, digging into, um, digging into life experience and things like that. So you're, it's a, it's just a very easy, easy listening and informative and, um, lovely vibe on that podcast. So I really encourage people to include that in their rotation and, um, <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank no. So thank you. I really, we really appreciate joy. You coming on today and everybody, uh, joy is kind enough to record has been kind enough to record a grounding and centering meditation for us, which we will be releasing this week on Patreon. So if you want to get it, join us at any level. Um, and you can get that lovely meditation from joy. In the meantime, thank you all so much for listening. If you want to support the show, best way is to subscribe and spread the word. And please also consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcast. It really, really helps. And then you can also buy us a coffee. Check out our merch on our Etsy store. Kanani's putting out a lot of really badass stuff toward the end of the month. Um, and again, for bonus content, become a supporter on Patreon. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And so for show notes, audio transcript, or to ask us, a question to answer on a future episode, go to that lit. Can't even say the name of my own podcast. Go to <laughs> thatwitchlife.com. Until then, keep moding that shit and we'll talk to you next week, which is bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Find us at thatwitchlife.com for archived episodes or to ask your burning questions for us to answer in a future podcast. So mode it be. You're not crying because you're not crying because your husband brought home the wrong ice cream. That that's 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 rage. That's not sadness. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. <laughs> that, that would be crying. That would be like crying. raged. You know, throwing of. I, I can't even. We don't. We don't even joke about that. Why would you yeah, bring that up? I, now I'm upset. I, <laughs> I'm upset just I was like, that, that, that's got to be more cream. like. I was like, that's got to be more like that, how right, murders that, happen. That's, not how. That's how cry. I end up in jail. Like that has nothing to do with crying. Ha, ha, ha.